Welcome to episode 26 of the Built by Grace podcast, where I give you a daily thought on Christian leadership, mindset, and motivation. I'm your host, Coach T, and I'm truly blessed to have you with me here today. Now, before we dive into today's topic, if you find value in our discussion, kindly ask that you consider subscribing to the podcast. It's free. It's the best way to make sure you never miss an episode. You can find it over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, I'd be truly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. Not only helps me to improve, I love uh, working and improving, but it helps other like-minded individuals to discover the show. Finally, do consider sharing this podcast with friends, family, anyone you think could benefit from any of our discussions on Christian leadership. I want this to be a very quick-hitting thought that potentially could impact you in whatever stage of life you currently are at. So you're going to be playing a vital role in my mission to inspire and empower as many people as possible, all to the glory of God. So thanks again for being a part of my community. Your support means more than any words are able to express. In today's episode, we're finishing up our talk on self-improvement for the Christian and looking at some questions that we need to ask ourselves. I'm a big reflection kind of guy, so I'm going to give you a few questions for you to reflect on and to ponder. Let's get into it. So we're wrapping up our self-improvement as a Christian talk that we've been going through. We looked at the, the past couple of days, uh, day one, looked at self-improvement being very self-focused in nature. Um, s- number two, the difference between secular self-improvement and Christian self-improvement. Today, the question we need to ask ourselves, is our self-improvement producing love and service towards others or yourself? And we got into this a little bit already before. We've looked at it being very selfish in nature. We've also looked at how Christian self-improvement needs to be rooted. And I want to take some time during this episode to look at how we can use the framework from the past two days to reflect. And I find reflective writing and thinking to be extremely valuable. I use it personally. I use it in my classes with my students. And I think our busy world doesn't give us a lot of opportunity to do so. So let's break down this idea of love and service and make it practical for us. If you want, uh, when I ask a question, you can pause it, think about it, ponder it. Uh, If you're not driving, maybe write down a couple of thoughts for this. But there's a ton of books and courses and seminars promising to help us become the best versions of ourselves. And it doesn't come as much of a surprise to me that so so many of us, excuse me, dedicate time and energy to personal growth. And I love reading these kind of books. I I listen to these kind of motivational topics. I love uh, improving self. However, we've learned that we're called to a different kind of self-improvement. doesn't mean that uh, the secular forms of self-improvement are horrible in nature, but I just think we need to rethink how we view and think about the growth that we want to go through. And so this is why self-reflection and meditating on God's word is so crucial. So the main question I'm going to ask you today, you can pause this after I ask it, write write your answer to this, maybe just think about it for a minute or two. Is our self-improvement producing love and service towards others, or is it simply fueling your own self-serving ambitions? I'll ask it again. Is our self-improvement producing love and service towards others, or is it simply fueling your own personal self-serving ambitions? 
the goal of our lives should not be to seek our own good, but the good of others. We see 1 Corinthians 10, 24, the Apostle Paul instructs, let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Our growth should improve our ability to serve and love others. That's why we grow in the first place, to better serve and love other people. Therefore, I think our personal development is not just a way of personal improvement because it's not a means to an end. It's a means to fulfill the second greatest commandment, to love our neighbor as ourself. So another couple questions for you to reflect on. I want you to reflect on your current goals that you have. And if you don't have any, I, I urge you, maybe jot a couple that you could have down. How might these goals better reflect a desire to love and serve others rather than focusing solely on your own growth? How can you reorient your goals to better serve others? Something to think about. Second question I got. What are some actions you can take in your daily life to make sure that your personal development journey is directed towards fulfilling that command to love your neighbor as yourself? So it's nice that we have a goal. What actions do we actually have to take every single day? What habits do we need to undergo? For me, I have to be very intentional about the relationships that I'm building because I, I, I love to work and I love um, to improve myself a lot. But I think a lot of times that comes at a detriment of growing in relationship with the people that I love. And so for me, I have to be very intentional about that. So what should this growth look like in practice? Galatians 5, through 23 provides a clear answer. The fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These qualities are all for the benefit of others. Our personal growth should be characterized by an increase of these fruits in our lives. So which of these does your neighbor need today? Is it love? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control? The Spirit supplies those fruits to us when we seek God's will. So our journey of faith begins by receiving the Holy Spirit through faith. And when we receive the Holy Spirit through faith, the Spirit supplies those fruits when we walk in His ways. So a couple questions to honestly answer. One, are you living by the Spirit? Do you live out those fruits daily in your life? Number two, are you bearing the fruit of the Spirit that is supplied through faith? And being honest with answering those questions can help guide our journey of Christian self-improvement. Because those fruits, like I mentioned, are supplied by the Holy Spirit. And because they're supplied by the Holy Spirit... We are able to grow in them. Improvement that does not result in these fruits and does not translate into love and service towards others is not aligned with God's will for us. So the ultimate thing to think about within self-improvement, am I striving after becoming someone that serves others by demonstrating the fruits of the Spirit? And I think we always have to be very aware and reflect a lot on this we have to be aware of our motivations and the fruit that it bears why are we motivated to do the things that we do why do we wake up every day working and living the life that we're living true christian self-improvement i think is characterized by a desire to serve and love others better by wanting to see an increase in the fruits of the spirit in our life and the ultimate goal of christian self-improvement should be to decrease our self-centeredness and increase our Christ-likeness. 
And all of that is for God's glory. Those are some really difficult questions, I think, to be pondering. And there are self-reflection questions that we need to go through daily. I find when I don't that my mission in life starts to get skewed towards my sinful nature. Ten times out of ten. So I need to reflect on this. And I need to ask God for his spirit to walk with me, to fill my life, to direct my steps. So that that ultimate goal of increasing in Christ-likeness comes to fruition. To God be the glory. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope you have a blessed rest of your day.